That's the sound of the wind. Welcome back to the Hindsight Podcast. I'm John, a.k.a. The Teaser. You naughty, naughty. You teasing me, you naughty, naughty. <laughs> Hopefully you liked uh, my little bit of ASMR at the beginning of the video. Dude, is ASMR even like a thing anymore? Like, you don't, you don't hear about it much as often. Or maybe it's because like, I'm not like in the circle the ASMR group or people. Cause like, I mean, I, th- I think like there's like some streamers that like on Twitch that like still do like some ASMR stuff. I don't know. Although I do think those streamers, those quote unquote ASMR streamers, they know what they're doing. Like, you, you, you know what I'm talking about. Like they're not, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Either way, it is Monday, May 24th. Hopefully you're having an absolutely amazing day. Hopefully you're an absolutely amazing weekend. Uh, I think you should have a three-day weekend coming up because it's Memorial Day this weekend or this upcoming weekend, something like that. So, yeah, I think usually people have Friday or maybe it's Monday off. I don't remember how that goes. <laughs> Either way, hopefully you have an absolutely amazing day. As always, uh, my day, it's Sunday. Sundays are always lazy days. So I had like a back-to-back lazy day. It was a lazy weekend. It's pretty good. Solid lazy weekend. Actually, uh, I had some. Uh, can I say I had? No, I did some some pretty solid work on my desk slash room as a whole. Went ham with the cable management today uh, because you know managed cables are happy cables, and you got to keep your your cables happy. I'm about to say hables, <laughs> uh, but like I said yesterday, so like I you know thoroughly enjoy having everything clean very minimal organized look so of course that includes my desk uh in my room as a whole and uh command hooks are like amazing like they're just prime for managing cables and you can get really creative with how you use them too to like really get some good uh, some good management in there. I think I've said this before. Maybe. I'm not sure if I have. But, like, I put two command hooks on, like, my nightstand, inside of my nightstand, uh, right next to my bed that work as, like, an iPad holder. So then I could just have my iPad sitting flush against the side of the stand, which is really, really convenient. Uh, but on the frame of my bed, have I talked about this before? Oh, my goodness. It's like, I'm low-key kind of having deja vu, but I'm not sure if I've talked about this before. We're still going to talk about it. <laughs> well, on the side of my bed, uh, I put three command hooks uh, on the side that I sleep on. Because, like, I can't sleep in the middle of my bed because that's just weird. I, for me, I guess. Like, I always sleep on the right side of my bed. I don't know why, but I've been doing that as far back as I can remember sleeping in my own bed. I've always slept on the right side of my bed. So, yeah, I got command hooks on the right side of my bed frame. Uh... But then on that side, in three hooks, I have two Apple Lightning chargers and one USB-C charger for my Switch. Uh, and, like, it's super convenient because then they're all right there. And I know which chargers and which hook because, like, I have a short Apple charger and then I have a long Apple charger and then you have the USB-C charger. And so, like, I can just roll over in bed and just, like, reach down and grab them, whichever charger that I need at the time without having to look or like scrounge around on the floor or untangle cable, which is right there in arm's distance at all times. Very, very smart. And then on my desk, so this is generally new stuff, 
Ooh, text message. Okay, yes. On my desk, I have a command hook on the outside leg, right next to kind of where the side that I usually work on. Uh, and I put my computer charger in there. So that way, whenever I unplug my computer, I can just slot it into that hook. And then it's not on the ground, and it's not, you know, anywhere else is looking ugly. It's right there conveniently in this one exact same spot. I never actually have to move to grab my charger and plug it in or unplug it. It's always right there. And then another command product, the Velcro strips. It's like I put one of the one side of the Velcro strips on like the outside side of my desk, if that makes sense. And I put the other half of the Velcro strip on my uh, external hard drive, my external SSD. And so then I could just attach my hard drive to the side of my desk. So now it's not on my desk, it's just kind of floating on this. It actually looks really dope, because it looks like it's actually floating on the side of my desk. It's kind of sick. <laughs> uh, but then, yeah, it, it, it's super clean, super nice. And if I ever need to take the hard drive with me anywhere, I could just remove it from the Velcro, pack it wherever I need to go, and then boom, you got it going. So it's yeah, real nice, uh, clean cable management looking great Ooh, another one which i'm not sure if i've talked about this one before but i know i've kind of changed it up a little bit so even i have still kind of different uh but i got like i have this uh charging station also on my desk it's really nice small small little charging station that has three two usb ports three usb ports and a usb c port and so i have uh, another apple lightning charger connected to that i have a wireless charger connected to that and then my apple watch charger also connected to that so then I coiled up each charger, used a Velcro strap to keep that attached, and then I attached all three coils to one big coil together with one bigger Velcro strap. So now there's no like excess cabling hanging around on my desk. There's all perfectly pulled to the perfect length that they would ever be needed to be pulled at. And you know, like the two wireless chargers, the Apple Watch charger and the, and the other charger kind of sit at the perfect length to reach the edge of my desk, it's just clean, all right? It's clean. <laughs> like, my room is honestly, like, a tech dream because, like, I can charge any device at any place in my room. Like, if I'm sitting at my desk, I can charge my phone, charge the iPad, my watch, if I'm in my bed, can do the same thing. It's everywhere. It's, oh, it's so perfect and so clean and so nice. Like, <laughs> Uh, the organization is amazingly on point. Uh, but besides that, ooh, 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 one more thing, one more thing. Once again, my dream theory has been situationally confirmed. <laughs> uh, because yesterday's episode, I talked about superheroes. It wasn't the main theme or the main idea of the episode yesterday, but I did talk to extent about superheroes and then last night because that was like right before i went to sleep because you know the food coma and whatnot so last night i then had a dream that was about superheroes kind of ish and to make it even more interesting though i wasn't even in the dream it was like watching a movie because you know i was talking about movies yesterday i'm just saying situational perhaps i don't know what is kind of confirmed interesting dream though interesting dream so, like, essentially, uh, this kid, I don't even think he had a name, honestly. <laughs> but uh, he was a regular kid, kind of regular kid. 
he had superpowers, but I don't think he knew he had superpowers just about yet. Uh, he was like in high school type deal. And uh, he wasn't like the most popular kid in school, I guess you could say, but he wasn't a nerd or anything like that. He wasn't getting bullied. I said nerd, that was a bad thing, but like in the movie aspect of a nerd, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, but yeah, after he graduated, he, he didn't want to go to college or anything like that. Uh, so he wanted to be, he wanted to become an actor. And uh, he auditioned for a role. I don't even know to say what the role was for because the, the movie never actually technically happened, as far as I remember. But that's when we found out that he had superpowers and he had like electrical powers, like static shock type deal. And uh, he auditioned for this role and he essentially got it. And he had to travel out to what seemed like L.A., maybe Malibu. It was a beach area, really nice, gorgeous-looking uh, town-type area. And uh, he brought his friend along with him. And his friend was, like, kind of showing him how to use his electric powers. Despite the fact that his friend wasn't actually a superhero or had any powers, but he was showing him how to use it. So then you fast-forward a little bit till after the film was made. So, like, I, the, there was no part of, like, actually making the film or even knowing what the film was, but they just, like, jumped to after the film was made. And they were at this release party on the beach, uh, and he was having dinner with the director, and he was drinking a little bit, you know, having having a good old time. And his friend shows up, but the table only had two chairs. And so he kind of, like, zapped the director's hand a little bit, like a little electric shock into her hand. And like it made her get up and uh, you know, she starts walking away. And the friend sits down and like was trying to warn him against how he shouldn't be doing that. But he was trying to ignore his friend, like, you know, it's whatever. When the friend points down the beach and like the director who started walking away, she was like face down in the sand, like seizing like, having a seizure from the electrical shock, and she died. Like, <laughs> it was weird. It was like, the, the alcohol wasn't really, like, letting him process this. So the guy was just like, oh, I just need to lie down a little bit to figure out what's going on. And so, like, he lays down on the beach, and he falls asleep, and he wakes up a little bit, like, a couple hours later, and kind of, like, submerged underneath the water, and he hops out of the water, and, like, everyone was gone. The entire beach was empty. The entire party was empty. Like, there was nothing there to even show that there was a party at all. But the director's body was still, like, down the ways in the beach. You could still see it. It was weird. And that was the other dream. I woke up after that. But it was strange. It was strange. But technically, kind of still confirmed my theory, my dream theory about the, the stuff. I don't know. I may be onto something. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> Either way, let's hop into this episode. Yes, you read the title correctly. This is a Tales From episode. I know you thought I had forgotten about the Tales From series, but I haven't. I did not forget at all. I had just done so many of them, like, up front when I first got the idea. That I, was cutting, I was kind of running out of stories <laughs> in order to, like, not do that. I had to take a break from it, and also during that break, it allowed me to further remember stories and also figure out how I would group them into episodes, because since, like, these episodes are usually freestyled, like, with no plan for most of the stories, uh, I just kind of go with the flow, and so, like, if I know that I don't have anything else to talk about after a certain story that I originally planned to do, then 
I can't make an episode out of it because it would just be a super short episode, only one story. And it wouldn't be a Tales From, it would just be a singular tale. And that doesn't make sense. It won't be a Tales From, it'll just be a Tale From. That's, that's stupid. It's a stupid name. <laughs> but either way, we're back at it with some Tales from ALC, which actually stemmed from something that happened today that wasn't even ALC related. Uh, so I got invited to uh, to Six Flags later on this week. And the last time I went to Six Flags was back in 2018 with the same crew that I'm going with later on this week, barring one person because he's now in the military. So, you know, he's out doing militar militaristic stuff on bases and whatnot. But essentially the same crew from back in 2018 uh, which, first of all, kind of sucks. Not the fact that I'm going with the same crew, but the fact that I haven't been to Six Flags since 2018. Because I absolutely love Six Flags. Like, I love roller coasters so much. Like, so, so freaking much. But I haven't been back because, like, at the time that I went, obviously I did not know that in a couple months I was going to OD and end up in rehab. And then, you know, life was going to happen after that. Uh... So, you know, yeah, there's a reason why I didn't go back. <laughs> not like I could, and not like I didn't want to. Just, uh, you know, stuff happened. And so, yeah, I'm really excited to go back, though. That's that's for sure. And also, with COVID happening last year, like, Six Flags has been closed for almost a year, I think. If not over a year. It's ever since COVID was a thing started happening. Uh, so this is the first time that they've opened up during the week. they opened up recently, a couple, I think maybe a month or two ago, they opened up only on weekends. But uh, with Memorial Day coming up, they're like slowly going back to normal summer hours. So we'll see. Hopefully we get to go uh, this time. But uh, it was funny because when my friend threw out the idea, she used the same group chat that we created back in 2018. Uh, so like it brought back, <laughs> it brought back some memories uh, from that summer and that time, which led up to ALC. And uh, one of those things being the Xanax story, which uh, was one of the first time I ever tried Xanax, which is a story that I've actually told before back in a Tales from McDonald's episode from like way earlier in the podcast. You can go back and listen to that if you, if you want to. I think it's like Tales from McDonald's part two, I think, maybe. <laughs> uh but because the thing was, I was originally going to drop, because I got that bar, like, a couple days before going to Six Flags. And I was originally going to drop it going to Six Flags, like, when we went on the Six Flags trip. Uh, but I decided against it since I was the one driving. And, you know, I'd never done it before. I didn't want to take the risk when I had other people's lives in my hands. Uh, in hindsight, that was an amazing decision, <laughs> seeing as to what happened to me when I actually did take it, that probably would not have gone very well <laughs> if I had done that uh, for the Six Flags trip. But it kind of reminded me of uh, an experience that I had literally on the first day of ALC. Uh, so when I went to ALC, we had this, it's like, yeah, like this... I don't remember the name of it, but like your room and your roommates, like it's like once every month, was it every month or every three weeks, something like that? It's like a room meeting, hangout type deal where like you all go out and do something, just hang out, talk and whatnot. 
because like how the rooms were set up, you had two second years and two first years. Uh, so me being a first year, I had another first year, and then we had two uh, second years. Well, that's if you had a four-person room, which thankfully I did. They also had like uh, the six people rooms. We had four first years. I was like, that did not sound like fun at all. Um, but the first day of ALC, we had like that uh, that room hangout type deal. And uh, so my room, we ended up going to Midtown. And this was on the second day of Music Midtown. Uh, if you don't know what Music Midtown is, it's like a huge music festival that happens in Midtown Atlanta. Uh, used to happen every year. I think it was only the second year I did it because it was like a new thing. Uh, but then COVID kind of ruined Music Midtown. <laughs> I think they might do it. I think they actually might do it this year. I think. Maybe. Perhaps. Maybe. I don't know. Or maybe it's next. Not even right this year. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but so like we weren't even allowed to actually go to Music Midtown, uh, but just being in the Midtown area, you know, you got to get the vibe, and also you get to like hear a lot of the acts that were going on. Most noticeably or notably, uh, I remember Lizzo, she performed that year. I remember like kind of seeing her performance from like the outside. Uh, but it was an interesting time. It was a good time, to say the least. It was very interesting trying to like navigate the sea of intoxicated people that weren't intoxicated off of only alcohol. <laughs> it was a pretty messed up people out there. They were having a good time. They were enjoying themselves. Uh, but yeah, we were out there pretty late. And as we were walking back to the car, that was around when the time that, uh, that day the vessel was uh, wrapping up. So people were leaving and heading out. And uh, this one guy walks up to me, and this dude was rolling pretty hard. Like, you could see it in his eyes. Like, this dude was rolling off of, like, at least three or four beans. Like, he was feeling it. <laughs> and he was with a group of girls that were also, they were definitely rolling in the deep. Like, all of them were, they were feeling good. Like, <laughs> they were definitely feeling good. But, like, he walks up to me, and he hands me this super fat joint. Like, this joint was thick, bro. He hands it to me, and he's like, this is for you, bro. You definitely deserve it. Like, enjoy. And he just dips out with the girls. And, like, I had only been clean for, like, about four days at this point, right? Like, <laughs> I had just gotten clean for ALC. So, like, the temptation was biting me, bro. I was like, oh, I just want to definitely just smoke this one. But, of course, I was with my roommates. So, like, obviously, I couldn't smoke it or keep it or anything like that. Uh... And so, like, also, you know, you shouldn't just do drugs that are just given to you by a random stranger at a music festival. Like, that, <laughs> that's never a good idea in the first place. Uh, but hold on to it for a second. The guys obviously saw what happened. And so, like, we took it out to the side. And like, we broke it down to see if it was, like, lace or anything like that. And uh, it wasn't, though. It was actually just straight-up clean bud in there. And it was a fat joint, too. Like, there was at least one, three, one, four. If not gram and a half in there like, it, it was a fatty and honestly it hurt my soul to just throw it all away <laughs> like <laughs> i had no choice could do anything about it uh but me and one of the my other roommate one of the second years like we were both pretty uh adverse in our drug knowledge so you know we're as we're talking about it, we're throwing out some terminology that our other two roommates did not understand because they had probably never seen a drug in their life that wasn't Tylenol and you know, there's no shame in that no shame in that at all uh, it was an interesting conversation trying to like 
educate them on the world of street drugs. <laughs> uh, but that night definitely changed my opinions on sobriety. <laughs> and like, I couldn't go out that night because when we got back, uh, we got back pretty late. We had a curfew. So I couldn't like leave or go out that night. But I texted my plug on the way back like while we were in the car. And the following morning, before everybody woke up, I, I snuck out and went and picked up a couple grams. <laughs> because, like, yeah, yeah, this is clearly a sign that I shouldn't have quit. <laughs> oh, good times. My roommates, though, my roommates were pretty wacky. Like, uh, the one that knew, that, you know, he had his drug knowledge up. Like, he was, he was a pretty chill dude. And the other second year was also a pretty dope guy as well. Like, I really like both of them. But my third roommate, the other first year, dude, like, this dude was, like, yeah, he was always wilding, bro. Like, oh, okay, so, like, oh, man, this story is freaking stupid. So, this one time, right, I'm out and about with my friends. We're doing stuff that we shouldn't be doing, as we always do. And uh, I get back to the apartment pretty late in the evening. And I walk in, and my one of the second years, and uh, we'll just call him, crap, what, what even was his real name? I already forgot. Okay, yes. So we'll call him Dennis. Sure. <laughs> that was the other second year. And then the other first year, the one that I didn't really mess with, we'll call him, uh, we'll call him Brian, right? Now, mind you, at this point, I didn't even have beef with Brian, right? Like, he was chill, I guess. Like, we, we, had, we were in two different friend groups. So, like, we didn't even really talk that much. Um, but, like, I pull up, walk inside, and Dennis is like, hey, I uh, got some Bojangles, got a bunch of biscuits, a bunch of chicken or whatever. You can uh, you can ask them if you want. And I had never had Bojangles before in my life. So I was like, okay, this is pretty dope. Appreciate it. And so he points out, because they're sitting on the couch watching TV, and he's like, yeah, I got the biscuits right there. You can take as many as you want. And I was like, a cool, thanks, uh, appreciate that. And then Brian pipes up, and he's like, oh, yeah, there's chicken, too. I know you guys love that. Mind you, I am the only black person in this room. <laughs> <laughs> that was so out of pocket, bro. Like, <laughs> I, I, I just look at him like, this dude really just had that, like, because here's the thing, here's the thing, right? I have no problem with dark humor, dark jokes, even racist jokes. I got no beef with it. It's all about intent, okay? It's intent. Like, if the intent is for comedy, we're A-okay, right? If you're a comedian on stage, I'm not going to get offended by anything you anything you say because it's comedy. I know you're a comedian. That's the set. I know you're not serious, right? And if it's me and a friend, and we, you know, we we we're joking back and forth. Even if we're not even joking back and forth, my friend does a racist joke or whatever, something like that. I'll toss one back. We we boys, you know what I'm saying? Like that's we. I understand there is no malicious intent in that. I don't mess with this dude. Like we barely talk. Like <laughs> you can't just throw something like that out. On top of that, if his if his intent was comedy, ain't nobody in here laughing. Like, so, you missed the mark on that one, Chief. And, like, I didn't even eat the chicken out of that. Because, like, I, to be honest, the chicken looked good, too. It really did. But I just didn't want to prove him right. So, I just got a couple biscuits and dipped. Like, <laughs> like homie was wilding, bro. Like, that was so unnecessary. 
Like, so unnecessary. Like, it's just stupid. And, like, I, I wanted to say, like, I was offended, offended. Because, like, I said it before, it takes, a, it takes a lot to really, truly offend me or to really anger me. It was just uncalled for and out of pocket. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure this guy, he was the same guy that was involved in the, in the whole dick measuring situation to boggle that happened. I wasn't there for that. Oh, this is a, this is an interesting story. Because <laughs> this, this happened after I'd already gotten kicked out. Um, it was told, it was, I was got told this story by the guy who walked in on the whole situation. Uh, he's also a friend of mine at the school. So, apparently what had happened, uh, he had, like, walked back. He walked into his apartment. He was out with uh, one of his friends. He came into the apartment, and there was, like, four or five guys just, like, standing in the living room. Uh, students from ALC just standing in the living room. All of them had their dicks out, just standing in a circle. <laughs> and he walks in, and he's like, what is going on here? And they were all like, oh, uh, we were trying to see who had the longest. And <laughs> First off, that is just like that is such a sus situation to walk into. Like I don't like, and to be fair, like I truly believe that is what they were doing. Like, cause like these dudes were really that stupid. Like, <laughs> I truly believe that was actually what they were doing. But like, why? Like, <laughs> yo, ALC man, these people were just so goofy, bro. Like. They were so goofy. <laughs> oh, man. I gotta wrap it up with that one. Like, that was... Because <laughs> just thinking about it, like, with the guys that he said that were in the situation, like, honestly, I can't... I can picture it, but at the same time, I can't picture it. Like, like why? Like... <laughs> oh, man. But if you like today's episode, if you enjoyed the podcast, give it a like. Give it a follow, give it a rating, all that good jazz. Let me know that you like it. Of course, if you do like it, share it with your friends because good friends give friends good things. And you want to be a good friend, so give your friend a good thing. If you want to, you can follow me on social media at hat on the Instagrams. And as always, 8 a.m. Eastern, same time, same place, every single day. You're getting a new episode. You ain't got to worry about it. Got some bangers coming up this week. Been working on some heaters for another uh, another couple bangers. A couple serious episodes. A couple, couple social commentary episodes. Got some heaters coming. Got some heaters. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, shorty. I got you. As always, hope you have an absolutely amazing day. And I'll see you tomorrow. Have a good one.